Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. So today we're going to talk about Loki, the upcoming Disney Plus series. We're not talking about my cat. We're not talking about your cat. Um, I was all prepared to have a long, in-depth conversation about my cat and the new series that Disney Plus was doing about my cat, but... That's the secret. Loki actually is your cat. <laughs> that, I believe. It's 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 actually like a, a, a secret way of them like bringing in your cat to the MCU. He is another variant. <laughs> the feline variant. The yes. feline variant. Also, just as much of an asshole. Just as much of an asshole. That's true. Man, Loki really is kind of just the cat of the MCU. He is. Like, just embodies all of cat energy in there. Yes, very much that arrogant, like, I, I want everything I want, but only when I want it. So don't even come near me. But please give me attention when I need it. Your cat is burdened with glorious meow meows. <laughs> so you might have noticed we actually have a special guest on our podcast today. Trevor, can you tell yourself a little bit about yourself? I'll, no, I'll tell myself about myself all the damn time. Like, I won't shut up. It, I really annoy myself. Yeah, this, this is kind of like par for the course for me where I just started talking and was like, I don't, no one knows who I am. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> And that is Trevor, everyone. That is Trevor. Uh, I'm Trevor Bettis. I host way too many podcasts, which you can find on my Twitter account, at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there. And uh, I love podcasting, and uh, I love Jason. And, you know, so I, I'm, I'm here. So He doesn't love me because he doesn't know me. Yeah, I don't really I don't really know you that much. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> you don't know him besides listening to our podcast. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I do. And I do listen to the podcast. Uh, the I learned things during the WandaVision episode, so... Long time fan, first time caller. Yeah, <laughs> long time fan, first time guest. <laughs> the thing you learned about most is that we were completely wrong. <laughs> Along with the rest of the fucking universe. So, like, no one, I mean, like, there was no one right at the end of the day when it comes to WandaVision. To be fair, like, people were like, people were right, they just didn't do it because they were like, oh, Doctor Strange is totally going to show up at the end. And I was even on that, I was even on that boat. And then that didn't happen. We're like, ah, oh, we were wrong. But they were like, nah, it actually was going to happen. We decided not to. True. But true. I'm actually glad they didn't because I agreed the whole, like, we didn't do it because we wanted the focus to be on Wanda. 100% perfect. But it was also COVID. <laughs> yes. I think he was trapped in Australia or something. That checks out. That checks out. Yeah. But Loki. Are you guys excited for Loki? Nah, it's all right. Really? <laughs> is that is that your honest opinion? Is it just, eh? I'm just, I'm just hanging out here, just like, I'm looking forward to more, like, you know, like, substantial things, like the DC universe. Like, I want I want more, I want more Man of Steel. Like, I need more Man of Steel in my life. Okay, now I know you're fucking with me. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I swear, is, is it okay to swear on the show? <laughs> okay, I couldn't remember. I was like, oh, crap, I think I remember them swearing. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking excited for Loki. Give me anything that involves like multiversic time travel variants yes. and, and the Dragon Con Hotel and Loki going for president and like snarky like insanity that goes all the way through all the trailers that we saw. Like all that. It's right up my yeah. head. This is this is a show I've been waiting for since they announced that they were doing anything with the with the Disney Plus. Like, I didn't care about WandaVision. I didn't care about Falcon and Winter Soldier. I didn't care about all those things. I cared about Loki. And then I obviously cared about all the other things as, as they happened. But, like, this was the thing that I was, like, most excited for when we all heard it. And we all knew it was happening um, during Endgame. And we saw him break time. 
that's that's funny because it's it was the least exciting for me. <laughs> really, really. I I don't I don't like the Loki man that much. I like him now. I like him now. Well, um, when, when when were you not excited? So tell tell take us on the journey. Can we get the timeline? Yeah, yeah. Let, let me let me get you the timeline. I, I got to stop and talk to Tilda Swinton first. We're gonna have tea on top of the rooftop in New York. Um, but uh, then then we'll hop back over here. Okay. Uh, no. So like, yeah, Loki has always just been kind of well. He he was pretty bleh for me for like most of the mcu like he was in the first thor i was like eh, all right and then he was in avengers i was like eh, i mean i guess they needed somebody to fight and somebody for hulk to smash okay uh it, it, like even in dark world i was like but then again i hate dark world but do you hate it or do you just like at least in the others because originally i would no, I, I will refuse to watch it you refuse to watch i will refuse to watch it because i will make it unenjoyable for everyone else for how much i'm pitching all right so this has been an experimental thing for you you've watched it many times and people around you have uh, I, I, God, I, think I think i've only watched i think i've only watched it like i think i watched it three times okay so, it's so I've, like given, I've given it more than the first but granted those other two times i was mainly pitching um but really it was thor ragnarok where i was like okay I like you. This is pretty good. This is really entertaining. I'm liking this. Like the beginning part of it, when he's disguised as Odin, perfection. And and I even liked him in Endgame. Like I, I you know, spoilers if you're listening, doesn't haven't seen Endgame. When he died, I was like, oh shit, that actually, that actually got me. Yeah. Well done, Russo brothers. You made me care about Loki. Well done. And well, that was because the, of Ragnarok. That was the energy of Ragnarok on yeah. top of it. Because like obviously you didn't give a shit about him until Ragnarok, which is fair because you know Ragnarok did that to me retroactively for Thor. Like I didn't really mm. care about Thor until Ragnarok, and now I'm like I love Thor and I love yeah. all of the Thor movies. Yeah. Even Dark World has Oof. aged better now because of Ragnarok. Ragnarok basically was like the Clone Wars to the Star Wars prequels. Like, I, can watch, <laughs> I can watch the prequels with a lot better like sense of security because of Clone Wars, and I can like, oh well, there's actual characters in another. Like, I I I just take those characters and I superimpose. It rounds out the character arcs. It does. It does yeah, round out yeah. the character arcs. And now Thor is one of my favorites. Like, it's I, I love new Thor and the how. Oh yeah, Thor now is the the best. Yeah. The absolute best. Like, from Ragnarok into uh, Infinity War and uh, Endgame, just fantastic. So now we have Loki, who who we're coming off of Avengers, because this is a post-Avengers Loki that has vanished into the time stream, and this is his variant, and none of that character-building stuff happened. We don't... This isn't Ragnarok Loki. So I'm actually cool with that. Where I actually got excited for the show is when the first trailer dropped. When I saw what they were doing with it, I'm like, okay, this is my kind of weird. Let's let's freaking go. And I'm actually, in what you said there is actually why I wasn't stoked for Loki. Because I'm like, yeah, but this is this is Avengers Loki. Like, the, man. But what I really thought about after seeing the trailer was, yeah, but this is Loki after Avengers with new writers. And... And so we we have people who understand the character better. And like, even though this is post Avengers and pre Ragnarok, like even just how you see his character in these trailers, it's like no, this it's still different from what they were doing. Um, and but I like the fact that they're going back to that because I don't think it would have been as interesting if it was Infinity War Loki. Like if it'd been like oh we we pulled him out at the last moment. We got all that stuff already. We got we got the the, the end of that character where he understood his brother and there's love and there's connection and the tragedy of the beauty of that connection is that it ended prematurely yeah 
And and the best thing about this being a, a separate timeline look is it doesn't ruin that moment. No, it doesn't. It still exists and it's still be equally beautifully tragic. And that's it. So now we have this new this new variant Loki, and I want all the variants. I want to meet all the variants. I hope that we get all the. I want female Loki. I want child Loki. I want like teenage, you know, asshole Loki. I want old man Loki. I want all. The, I want my cat Loki to be involved. Like all, all the Lokis <laughs> need to be from all across the universe. And I hope that this is like the, the what the trailers show is that maybe this is not the first time they've done this, and like this is just another one that they're trying to employ. So we'll, we'll, well, I'm hoping that there's obviously more. There's obviously way more here, but I'm hoping that it goes in that direction so we get to see Loki kind of like be freaked out on not only of all the mistakes that he's aware he's made and all the weird adventures he's made, but all the other ones. Like I want him to see the endgame version of Loki and to be like, well, Infinity War, actually. Yeah, I said I said that wrong earlier. I'm sure some nerd listening to this was like, that's the wrong movie! Yeah, I'd like to make a disclaimer. All right, Trevor was wrong. It was <laughs> actually Infinity War, Loki. Just saying. Jason, go, go back later and uh, put an editor's note. I'm on it. I've already done it. But yeah, no, I, I'm I'm very stoked for this now. I I, I think I will be surprised if it uh if i like it more than wandavision but um i i'm definitely more excited going into it than i was captain or uh captain falcon in the winter soldier boy yeah uh much more i'm i'm more excited than that but i not to say that i didn't enjoy the hell out of that show that was that show blew me the hell away something that i'm excited about uh with this being the avengers loki is like i hope that we kind of get some reframing of like the events of the avengers movie I literally just rewatched that this morning a little bit. Loki's characterization in that movie is not really in sync with his characterization in any of the Thor movies. Uh, and I kind of wonder if they're going to officially like blame that on like the Mind Stone. No, I don't think so. I think if anything, he just he's in a spoiled brat mood. He just got kicked out of out of Asgard, you know. He kicked himself out of Asgard. He did, but that's the point. He himself has just been a misunderstood bratty child having a temper tantrum who is a god at this entire time and avengers was like him thinking he could have a, a, a fun time and this is going to work and that when thor is like screaming like this is not going to work look at that look at the chaos you're doing this is, how do you think this is going to end like this is not going to end well like shut up man like stop and he's looking around realizing he fucked up so royally you know but he's still just a child having a temper tantrum so I think that's what that's that's the consistency through all of his films until we get to like Ragnarok, where he kind of grows the fuck up a little bit, um, and he realizes that like because of his father's death, because of his mother's death, that he has to behave differently. But at that point, none of that had happened, so he was just a bratty child, like spoiled and and angry, and didn't know where to take his aggression out on. So maybe this is that story is figuring out another way for him to. To, to vent that energy into something more productive. One thing that this definitely is, is this is, this is him developing on his own without Thor. This isn't him in relation to Thor. This is like him being the actual main character. Yeah, but it is him developing alongside Owen Wilson. So, you know, yeah, I was, that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, yeah, this isn't, this is him relating to Thor. This is him now being led by, by Owen Wilson and TVA. There are, there are two things. Cause I, I watched, I watched a couple of fan theory videos to see what people were, were thinking uh, out there. Cause re really like I've been going into these shows, like I don't care. I just want to see cool shit. And if I see cool shit, I, I'm happy. Um, and what, one of them was uh, what actually Jason was saying that one of the theories is that, 
Loki's going to find out that the Mind Stone was actually manipulating him, and he's going to go after, uh, what's the dude's name that gave him the staff from, from Thanos? The other? Yeah, the other, yeah, yeah. Wesley from Angel. <laughs> uh, that'll bring me into my next point, actually. Uh, but yeah, that he's going to go after and, and kill him before uh, Ro- uh, Ronan does, thus making another split in the, the timeline. I thought that was kind of cool. But also, my other point is, which is a lot more pulled back away from in-story lore, which is Joss Whedon's not writing him, so I'm sure he's going to have a lot more character. <laughs> he was pretty one-note in the in the Avenger movie. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He, he was bad guy to be bad guy. Like, they're... they're well, you he, have, you have like, how many char- main characters in Avengers? Too many. And yet, not as many as the Russo movies. Exactly. But that's the thing. Like, Joss is great with ensemble, but, like, at the end of the day, like, in order to do... For, for Joss to do an ensemble, he has to make a very, like, very one-note or two-note um, villain, and that's what we got. See, I, I will, I, I'll agree with you that Joss Whedon has to do that, but I won't agree that uh, that's the only way to do it. No, no, it. no, no. That's why I said Joss. This is his style. You look at all of his works, it's like, I can do an ensemble as long as the villain is, like, a basic bitch. And, like, all right. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. Like, or not at all. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like when it comes to the Russos doing it, like they found a way to like not only make Thanos a complicated three-dimensional character, you found a way to have your villain be a complicated three-dimensional character, four-dimensional character, if you will. That's only because of the time stone. And also have 27 characters also be very well established and, and shown in this. So they know how to do it. This and this, we'll see what these writers do if they're able to manage all the ver- all the like possible variations of what we're going to go through because i want this rabbit hole to go through a lot like i'm hoping that it's going through a lot like and that i'm worried about managing my expectations here because like me i'm all into multiverse shit i'm all into time travel i'm all into causality i'm all into chaos and that's why i love the loki character as a as a concept whether how he's portrayed or not i love him as a concept but this show literally is like just screaming my name and i want it to be this balls to the wall, nonstop insanity, but I, I'm trying to hold back. Like I, I am interested to know what, what y- y'all's expectations of it, because mine are very tempered. Um, I know it's going to be weird. I know it's going to be wild, but I'm not sitting over here like, this is how the X-Men will be introduced to the MCU. Like, I'm not, I'm not going in like, I mean, there were people saying that about Falcon the Winter Soldier, that they were going to introduce X-Men through that. I'm like, no. That was so stupid. And when I heard that, like, I mean, for for WandaVision, I understood a little bit. Because we were dealing with, like, oh, people are getting mutated as they go through this field. Oh, WandaVision has the potential to, like, change everybody's DNA, maybe. Uh, you know, like, we have Quicksilver here. Like, okay, uh, all this stuff. Like, they, there was reason for us to be all, like, oh, the X-Men are coming. Or there's going to be some kind of change over everything. Falcon Winter Soldier was like, this is just an espionage film. Like, this is this is just a Tom Clancy film cut up into six parts. Like, let's all get over that and move forward now. Like Loki, though, my I don't have any expectations for the long term effects of the of the MCU. My expectations are how like how far the rabbit hole is this going to go? Almost like the way uh, when you go through the, the the magic mystery tour of Doctor Strange. Yeah, they really missed out on naming the the next movie Doctor Strange of the Magical Mystery Tour. <laughs> but that's that's what I want. That's my expectations. Is that it is going to be just alternate timelines, different variations. You know, like one one shot where like Loki is a blonde bimbo with like triple F breasts, who's like pole dancing on uh, the the remains of the White House. 
You know, like okay. that, that's what I want. I want just go insane with it. I don't think we're getting that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say that we, we're probably not getting that, and I'm okay with not getting that. I'm just giving example to like I want midnight gospel insanity. Like, see, like, that. like my my type of my my type of wild is like I want there to be like they go there. There's a bunch of Lokis that pop up, and one of them's like a wiener dog with a little gold uh, antler thing on. Just be like, that's my kind of wild. <laughs> I don't mind if 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 the if the if the if the blonde has antlers as well. We can we can compromise here, and it could be wearing a strap on. Like it's fine. Like either way, however you want to play this, like let's just go for it. I just want that. I, I feel mean, like you're forgetting where this is premiering. Oh, I know it's Disney Plus. I don't fucking care. We had we had we had someone get decapitated by by Captain America in the last thing. So see, I'm I'm a simple man. My expectations are I want this to be Marvel's answer to Doctor Who, essentially. And if it if it succeeds, even being a little bit like that, I'm cool with it because I mean we've got a British man time traveling fixing shit but i don't think it's time travel i think it's more multiverse i don't think oh it's oh no 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 it, it is 100 well it's time hopping within within the multiverse stuff. i think yeah. that's more of a focus on that it's not we're not dealing with quantum leap or doctor who kind of like time travel ask i think we're dealing with alternate variations based on that time travel i mean apparently we're dealing with uh hijacking a plane but is that going to be, I wonder if that's going to be like this Loki or if that just happened to be another, like was, was DB Cooper always Loki and we're just jumping into that timeline, you know, like. I, the DB Cooper thing I'll, I'll get into, but the, the thing that I'm curious about, because one of the trailers, uh, where, where, where was, what was it called? Uh, Miss Minutes? Was that the whole? Yeah, that's the clock. Yeah, which by the way, I'm just, I, I, I freaking, I'm already loving that character. Like, I'm like, Ooh, I want Miss Minutes t-shirts and everything. Um, but it, it makes me question. I'm like, okay, so they say that they're protecting the, the sacred timeline or whatever. And, but I'm like, how does that factor into the time travel that we did in Endgame, which was not a timeline. It was alternate realities and stuff like that. But I think that's what they're trying to like, to, to figure out. Maybe because Steve fixed it. This is technically the one thing that Steve couldn't fix. Yes. This is, and so, like, all right, so then you broke the timeline, Loki, and now you're responsible because Steve didn't know about this and everything else is fine. And the one thing that isn't fixed is is this. So now you're you're the variant, and now we have to fix this. Oh, that's right, because he's using he's using the Tesseract to to do stuff. So he's not he's not actually messing with um dimensions he's just messing with space and time so then yes uh uh loki would be have been db cooper always in forever uh in our timeline yes exactly so that's that's so that's the thing what where we're going to find that might be he already always was that trevor could you explain the db cooper thing which is a thing that happened in real life yeah db cooper uh was is is weird uh it starts off not weird essentially he hijacked a plane uh, back in the, I think it was the 60s or the 70s. I think it was the 60s. 1971. 1971, close enough. Um, and he hijacked the plane, uh, but the, like did it in like one of the, I'm not saying hijacking a plane is cool. That is not what I'm saying. Get that out of your head. But the way that he did it, it was like, Okay, because but essentially this the the flight attendant came over and he hands her a note that's just like I've got a bomb. I'm I, I'm taking over this plane, and she's like, okay, cool. Um, and they let everybody else off the plane. They refueled and basically told the cops like, we're gonna refuel. Uh, you're gonna give me I God, I can't remember how much it was. I think it was like one hundred seventy five thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand. 
Zium just that close off. Um, and then the the plane took back off, and DB Cooper uh, took one of the uh, parachutes. And the the wild thing is, he had everyone go into the cockpit so that no one could see what he was doing, even though they're like, "We saw he took the parachute, dude." Uh, but he had everybody go into the cockpit. He closed the door, and then uh, there was the the captain saw that there was a, a pressure gauge going or uh, de- decompression in the cabin and that and then they landed and when they landed db cooper was gone the door was open and essentially what they assumed happened was he put the parachute on jumped out with the money and he was never seen again that is the part where it gets weird he was absolutely never seen again and some money was found like scattered through the forest like floor it was washed i think it was washed up by like a lake or yes something yeah some money was found somewhere to to like but not all of it no, yeah. not all of it. Only a small amount was found, but it was there. In fact, it's never been found in circulation again. No, that money disappeared. Yeah. And so there, there's, uh, if, if you've ever seen the cinematic masterpiece uh, Without a Paddle, uh, that is also based on this uh, this story. Uh, and a lot of people theorize, like, oh, like, he uh, died, like, he, got, he just landed and smacked into a tree or something. The other thing, uh, theory is that like it was uh, storming uh, at the time, and that maybe like an updraft took him, and just you know he got killed by lightning or something. Like so there's the physical a... evidence just didn't just, and that's the big mystery is that no matter how many times you try to explain what possibly happened, you know you still don't have like the well, where's the physical evidence for any of this? Like even even if you destroy the body, like with a lightning strike or a fire, like well, what about his clothes? What about the, the the bag what about the money where's the fucking money you know back then it was like hijacking a plane wasn't that big of a deal everyone fucking did it it was just something that- everyone fucking did hey honey what are we doing on saturday oh i thought we might hijack a plane well people would just like go along with him be like all right we're just gonna land somewhere and hang out and then get back in the air and it's just it was it was like a fun adventure for people who were involved in it. it just it happened People weren't really care. Planes weren't exploding. It was just the threat of it that people were using. Oh like, my god! What they wanted it. Just was the this is before TSA and, and security the way it is now. Like yeah. it was, it was the wild west still. But uh, but yeah. To, so to see to see in the trailer like like the first one when he's smiling at the the woman in like the very 60s 70s outfit with the sunglasses and then the next thing you see is him flying through the air with a bag of money and the rainbow bridge hits him. I'm just like that's freaking awesome. <laughs> And, and personally, I think that that's, I think that's how we're starting off is him going through and do, I think the D.B. Cooper thing is uh, very early on into it as him just fucking around with stuff. Because that seems more like Loki, like the character Loki we've always known in the thing. And that's why he's like, Heimdall, brother, like, I hope you're there any minute. Boom, boom, boom. Click, click, click. And so he's still ca- talking to Asgard as if they're all still there. I mean, it, it looks like they were listening. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like that time travel element, I think that's still our Loki. That's not a new Loki. That's not something new he's doing. I think that's just, I, I agree with you. I think that's how we're starting out. And just to show like, Loki's a fun, crazy guy who does crazy things. Look at all this stuff. He probably is Billy the Kid too. You know, like whatever way you, whatever thing you want to throw in history. Like, oh, uh, Loki was Jesus Christ, you know. No, Loki was Mary Magdalene. Loki did a 9-11. Oh, no. No. Why'd you do that? That took it too far, man. That's too far. No, I can't handle that. Loki Loki would not, not, not do a 
Uh, he kind of did a 9-11 in the Avengers. I don't think, I know other people did a 9-11. He did not. He was just the one who like went along with it. Can we stop saying did a 9-11, please? For, the, for everything that is sacred. Welcome to this podcast. There is nothing sacred. Yeah, yeah. Basically, get back to the thing that was like, what, what, Jason? What, what is your expectation? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Is you going in with any of those? Like, you think you know, or no? You know, I think Wandavision has really crushed me on uh, going in with too many expectations. The one expectation that I have is that if Mobius and Mobius doesn't say "Wow" at some point, like, what was even the point of casting Owen Wilson? <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. That's 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 what you want from this show, huh? That is what I want. Once I got so blackout drunk at a convention that I would only communicate in wow. And Christy, Christy almost killed me. Yeah, I, I think I would have seconded that motion. I think that would have been, that would have definitely been something to murder you on. You know what, you know what I say to that? Wow. See, I am not a fan of Owen Wilson. See, that, that's the side of Owen Wilson. I, I wouldn't mind if he like happened to be underneath like one of the towers during Loki pulling a 9-11. Because then we lose that, and I'm happy. I hate Owen Wilson with a burning hot intensity, 10G type star systems. The only thing that's a saving grace is that I kind of am entertained by him in this show. So far, I watch the trailers, and I'm like, this is not the Owen Wilson I want to murder. This is a variant, and I'm okay with that. Well, I, I, I will say I, I, I have very strong feelings the opposite way of that. For I love Owen Wilson. <laughs> I'm very happy that he's going to be in this show. You were fair to enjoy all of Owen Wilson and all of his like one-note trick ponies that he does throughout his career. But this is so far the, the most complicated character I've seen him play in anything, just based on the trailers alone. But yeah, no, th- I'm, 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 I'm very excited about this one. Uh, I'm interested to see uh, who Richard E. Grant is playing. Oh, that's right. He's going to be in this. He's he going to be in it. I assume it's like maybe he's maybe he's the final boss Loki variant that we got to deal with. He's Mephisto. Oh, my God. Don't, don't. oh no, no, let's, no. In the fr- okay, guys, in in the first trailer, there is a stained glass window with a red demon on it. So Mephisto confirmed finally. I at, at this point, I think if Mephisto is going to be anywhere, it's going to be in um, uh, Doctor Strange. But, but he's probably just going to be called Nightmare. I don't think we're ever going to have Mephisto. I think we'll have a nightmare that may have Mephisto-like qualities. That's what we're going to get. Disney Plus is never going to be like, oh, and we bring you, for all of our Christian viewers, the devil. Enjoy, everyone. <laughs> right? Right? No? No? You're all mad at us again? <sighs> Fuck you all. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. I do uh, definitely agree with that. Like, I the thing the thing that I like about this this show so far is like, unlike uh, WandaVision and uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier, I don't know where this is going. Like, I don't have an expectation of where we end at because I don't think we we ne- I don't think it needs to connect to anything on the other side, and it's just allowing for the creative. Like it, it's kind of like sky's the limit when it comes to this. And I think it does need to connect. If it's going to connect, it's not doesn't need to. Based on our expectation, we think of Wandavision like okay, well we know we're going into Doctor Strange, you know, so we know that there's a connection there. Falcon Winter Soldier, well we know they're going to continue the Captain America story, and there's going to be more of that, so that has to connect somewhere. Loki, it's like you go wherever the fuck you want because you don't you don't have a movie in like three years that we have to like connect you to. But don't we like? I I mean I don't I don't think he's been confirmed at all. But like you know 
there is Thor Love and Thunder. And so far, we've had Loki in every single one of the Thor movies. So, and we're bringing him back from the dead. There are enough characters in Thor Love and Thunder that we could he could skip one. And he can show up later on in another one. Because there, there are a lot of characters in Thor Love and Thunder. And I'm already nervous as hell. For what that's for what that story is going to be, if it's consolidated as it is, like that story is already a consolidation of like three stories that I want told, but I want told in like three movies, not one. And you're doing it in one, so we don't need an extra Loki. We don't need that unless he's like, oh, I'm the God Butcher the whole time. I I'm playing Christian Bale. Like we don't need that. We have freaking Sam Neil playing the poet again, so we don't need. <laughs> We don't need Loki more than a cameo. And we got the Guardians. And we got Lady Sif. And we got Valkyrie. And we got Jane Foster Thor. Like, there's a lot going on in this movie. We don't need a Loki plotline if he's getting his own series. And again, if it does connect to it and it connects to it beautifully, great. Awesome. I'm just saying, like, my expectations are not based on where the show's going. To go back to your original point, like with WandaVision, it was. With uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, like, you have a kind of an idea of, of all these things. With Loki, I do not. It can just go wherever it wants to go. It's not like, you know, we're, we're trying to go somewhere here. I think the interesting thing about Loki is that this is the only show that has been like soft confirmed for a second season. Oh, really? I did not know about that. He's coming back for sure uh, post this season, at least in another season of this show. What would be great is if is if he shows up in you know Love and Thunder like really quickly like a, like he beams in and then says some snarky shit does something and then beams back out again and we see him do that in the show it's stuff like that like that's the way I could see that working. Oh man, yeah. again, temporary expectations. Just had a thought though that would be really cool. It it would be neat if there's a scene where he's like trying to jump through areas to try and find his brother or something, mm-hmm. and he pops into one and he goes brother and it. And the person turns around and it's Natalie Portman in the Thor <laughs> costume. And he's like, you're not my brother. And he just bounces he out. back out and that's it. And we see that like later on. Yeah, exactly. That would be cool. That would be really cool. If someone had the foresight to just be like, all right, well, you know, you just, just shoot these two scenes and then edit it back to back and just have it be such a cute little reference. And it's so subtle and so there. Like if he's going through all the timelines and all the realities, that's the one we see. You know, but then we see it really briefly in the perspective in Love and Thunder as well. And me, as someone who grew up watching the classic 90s show Sliders, would also get a huge kick out of that because he actually found the right one, but it, he didn't know it was the right one. He didn't one. know it was the right one. Exactly. Ah. And, and that's probably why I'm like, I'm so excited for this show because as also a, a, another fan of Sliders, like I, I want, I want more stuff like that. Like I love that concept and I'm surprised we never, that, I'm surprised that no production company decided to do more multiverse stuff like Sliders ever again. Like it, it been a it's been a spell <laughs> it's been the closest a spell. we got was like quantum leap before then and then we got like okay sliders but, but we never had anything else to really play with multiverse i think outside of like an episode of next generation doing like the multiverse episode like mm-hmm. oh, multiple time everybody's got a goatee um <laughs> I, I i do i do have i do have two Two questions in my head that I'm curious about. Then I'm curious what you all think about. One, there's that there's that scene in the first trailer where Loki is sitting somewhere with very purple lighting going on, and there seems to be a woman sitting next to him. And a lot of people have been like, "Oh, that's Lady Loki," but I look at it and go, "That looks like Black Widow." I'm pretty sure it's Lady Loki. Okay, I think it's Lady Loki. Okay, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's Black Widow. I I would put more. 
um, more money behind Lady Loki as well. But maybe it's not her either. Like, I feel like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, no, the chance that we don't have any idea who that is, is is very big. I think it's definitely whatever character Sofia Martino is playing, because I've seen some of, like, the behind-the-scenes shots, and she's got, like, a similar similar haircut, similar outfit to that figure. Um, whether that's Lady Loki or not, but I feel like we're going to be dealing with a lot of Loki variants. So I, I mean, I think the smart money's on Lady Loki. Who's got money on uh, on Rene Russo popping up because of emotional needs to go through uh, Loki's like emotional backstory? That would be cool. But I think I think the fact that we got Rene Russo back for Endgame was surprising enough. It was surprising that I mean the amount of people we got back for Endgame in general is surprising, much less Rene Russo. But um, I, 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 we have not played with loki's feelings on this on that level it was a beautiful moment between thor and and his mom but it's so good i can't watch that scene again it's just oh my god (laughs) i know it's it's all filled with tears and shit like that like i I, it's it's that 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 movie itself especially that scene really did it for me for a multitude of reasons but that we haven't seen loki's reaction yet and i think he's the one who had such a strong connection to his mom like more than thor like thor was like dad 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 and loki was like mom 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 it's like that's i think that's what it came down to character wise so i i would not put it past them to do something with renee since we're telling a loki story i'm sure we're gonna get at least like one or two cameos that we just that are off the wall that we wouldn't expect so maybe a renee russo what was your other question trevor so so the other the the, you know i mean this was brought brought up to you brought up to me by you today uh which is the the polybius uh easter egg and if that is actually going to tie into anything do you want to give a a brief overview of what that conspiracy theory is about i'll do uh see i I want to do the full whole full other side of suspicion thing i ask you if you believe it or suspicious or not but anyhow uh so so polybius uh uh just did you have you have you looked into it at all you, I do not, I'm not. Yeah, please just educate me and the rest okay. of the world at this point. Okay, so so Polybius apparently in in one of the trailers in the background behind Tom Hiddleston, you can see also behind Tom Hiddleston in another scene, you can see Pillboy from Good Place, and that made me really happy. But that has nothing to do with Polybius. Anywho, Polybius is uh, there's like an old arcade sign behind him, and that is a very weird thing to just throw in there because Polybius was basically an urban legend. Um, Back in the 80s, there was uh, this arcade cabinet known as Polybius. And people really didn't start talking about it until the 90s on, uh, or the late 90s, on like old coin-op forums and stuff. And people were like, hey, I remember this game, but I can't find it anymore. I can't find a cabinet. It's like it doesn't even exist. And built out this kind of mystery about it. And people told all these weird stories where it's like, oh yeah, like my friend played that game and as soon as like he died, like he went freaking nuts and started beating up the kid next to him. Or stories of like, oh, uh, one time I worked at an arcade and uh, when I came out of the back room, there were guys in black suits messing with the cabinet. And so there were all of these weird stories coming out about it and eventually someone popped up on the forum and was like, Hey, I would, I was contracted to make this game called Polybius for the government. And they were going to use it in, uh, I think it was, I think he said like South America or something as basically indoctrinating kids into the military. Greetings, Starfighter. 
Yeah, no, like straight up like uh, Starfighter stuff, except for instead of it being like aliens that are testing you to see how good your joystick skills are, I guess, and not in a full cockpit. Uh, it's just is going to brainwash you into uh, wanting to join the military. Yeah, exactly. So it's a recruit. It's a recruitment tool by the government, a dark version of Last Starfighter. Yeah, yeah, straight up. And uh, and so yeah, there's like there there's that's like some that's like some MK Ultra shit. Yeah, yeah. And and the, there was a whole bunch of things that kind of just lined up perfectly at the time. Because, I mean, Last Starfighter was a movie that people saw, which got into their heads like, you know, oh, you know, the video games being a way to, you know, see if you're good enough to be in a Starfighter or something. Um, but then there's also like, you know, just kids coming up with stories and crap. And so it, it kind of was at this weird time in the 80s where rumors could spread and then you get hit with the early internet of the 90s and just people saying whatever the hell they want not that that stopped them in 2021 but like it so it it's hard to know if it was an actual thing or if it's just an urban legend because people have i've never heard of it myself i have not heard of it that that's not within my database and I, i i thought i was pretty much up there when it comes to things like that but that being said like um i i I used to go to arcades back in the back in the late '80s. I mean, like I, I, I freaking loved every single game I'd ever got to play. I just was such a huge video game fan in that for that genre and that medium. I've never heard of that. I've never seen that. It wasn't on. It was never something I had ever experienced. So that's fascinating. I definitely want to do some research into just that alone. What if What if Loki is taking D.D. Cooper and Polygamous? Polybius. Polybius. (laughs) Polygamous. Different, different, different game. Very different game. game. Very different game. Um, Polybius are all aspects of like Loki fucking with humanity. So the I I, I just googled it and the 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 image the where, where it pops up is the scene where he's standing there uh, and, and everybody's got their weapons out towards him. The vote Loki scene. Yeah, the vote Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so it's it, it but like it's very prominently there like you can't really see any other detail of the background except for this very obvious arcade cabinet that says polybius so i i I don't know like it it's gonna be interesting if like maybe they're like oh this is how like the time cops recruited people or this is how this is how like a variant loki gets elected through mind control video game dude yes I love that. I love that a lot. So uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm very interested to see if that it, because again, like we we've got two things that are just you know kind of weird urban legend things, um, and to just kind of have them in there, just because I, I feel I feel like there's got to be something there. I'm not going to say there is because we've been disappointed before. It happens. So we're going to see uh, alternate versions of Yeah, We saw that one scene where Avengers Tower is all destroyed. And New York's completely fucked in the background. Yeah, and the moon is destroyed. Like, all this stuff is all just, it's fucked. So we're going to see alternate timelines of, of, of other places in this MC. And that's why I think, like, this show can go anywhere and do whatever it wants. Because it's out of time. We're taking on a tour of the multiverse. Not even in a in a Doctor Strange whimsical kind of way, but in a literal like this is what happens when you fuck with time. It gets broken. Chaos theory, chaos effect, it's all insane. So that's that's the whole point of this, right? So where do you think we're gonna go? Like what like what are the places we're gonna see? Like what's how many fucked up places things are we gonna get that experience? 
I feel like this one it might have a, a slight bit of a slow burn, uh, at least for the first two episodes before we start really getting into the you know full on time hopping, dimension hopping, timeline hopping kind of thing. Um, but I, I do hope that it's one that that ramps up more and more. Like I, I, I definitely want it to be like. All right, we, we got this little bit of intro of what's going on here, and then we just progressively get bigger and bigger and bigger until it's like, honestly, like if I if I was gonna pitch the idea of the show, it'd be like we're gonna get to the point where the universe is almost destroyed because there's so many timelines, and then we're gonna fix it. Yeah, pure chaos effect. Pure pure what happens when you fuck with time that much that just chaos builds upon chaos, builds upon chaos, and everything's just so fucked at that point in time. Do we think that uh, that show is starting with him in the desert in that outer Mongolia kind of vibe that we found him in? I think so. I think he just dipped out, and that's where he just crash lands. And then he is probably shortly picked up by the TVA. I don't know. I feel I feel like we're, there's going to be a little bit of him just messing around. And that's why that's how they like locate him is there's like you've caused so much trouble that we've had to come get you. Our first episode is basically like Loki thinks he got away with it. He's free. There's no problems. He just has the Tesseract and he starts going about his antics. Maybe he like marries 20 billion mongolian women you know maybe he's the genghis khan and we're just gonna leave out all the convenient you know rape bits and all but there that's 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 how he starts it out and the tva does not like that well he better watch out or he's gonna get the fucking disintegration stick that was a wild scene do, do we think that that guy is another variant loki because he looks like a fat loki so here's the thing i don't I want there to be variant Lokis, but I don't want that to be the main thing. Like yeah, I, I don't I, want every character to be a variant Loki. I want I want every character to be a <laughs> Like I, I, I would actually be more interested to see what other people have done to get these people's attention. Like uh, because because Loki's a god, like 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 you're saying, like lo- lowercase G god, but like still he's powerful. You know, him getting, you know, caught by the these time cops essentially like that that makes sense but it's like what did joe schmo over there do to get your attention like yeah dan from accounting like what did he do why is he here like i what how did he fuck with all the timelines just by like entering a few a few numbers wrong in decimal places so what why why are all these other individuals here yeah exactly i i, I would like i def and i know it's only six episodes but like i would like some lore built out of who these time cop people are I, I, I want to know more about them. I, I think we're going to get that. Yeah, we're going to get that. Because the, you need to get the audience to understand what the TVA is like completely in order to buy into the reality of the show. So I think Disney is going to go pretty hardcore with like explaining that and giving us some mythology to, to fall on. This weird bureaucratic time agency run by three space lizards. Yeah, and there's been some really good... There's been some really great... like stories in and outside of marvel like the adjustment bureau um travelers like about agencies like this that kind of like go back and forth and fuck with time so like i'm hoping that this is the mcu colorful rainbow insanity version of all that because it always ends up being a whole bunch of bureaucrats in an office i mean i'm a big fan of legends of tomorrow but when you look at the the time bureau there it's just bureaucrats in an office like this felt more like there's something a little bit crazier here going on, and I, I want that. I want more whimsy. I definitely like the uh, the like the the doorways that they're walking through and appearing in places. Like it, it's 
it's it's a neat little thing where it's like it's not like like you were saying like it's the bright colorful whimsy thing but like they're just like these drab rectangle orange doorways that they just step through and they're there and i i like that aesthetic i like that it's changing up the aesthetic of what we are associating with the weird uh sci-fi stuff of the mcu yeah more monsters inc yeah yeah exactly i mean if you want whimsy I mean, we've got this, we've got that animated clock for you. That's pretty whimsical. No, exactly. But that just shows how crazy this show can be. It's like, we have, we have, if we have a character that is an animated clock like that, then there's really nothing else. Like they can do whatever the fuck they want. Two things from the trailer that I'm really excited about. Only two things. No, I mean, there's a lot of things, but two things that I want to bring up. One, there seems to be some new scenes of Loki uh, in Avengers Tower. I'm always here for that because one of my favorite things about Endgame was I like seeing things that are already established in the MCU, but from a different angle. Like, that's why I thought the time heist in Endgame was brilliant because, like, we already know these scenes, but now we're getting to see them and, like, kind of, like, different takes on them. They back to Future Part 2 did it all. Yeah, they back to yes. the Future Part 2 did it. Brilliant. I've always loved it. That's why I love that movie. I straight up feel, I, I think, the scene in Endgame where they show after the the heroic pose of catching Loki and everyone's just like, all right, man, that was really fun. Oh, we want to arrest this guy now. Like, I love that. That just like the superheroes not on scene, like is probably one of my favorite shots in all of the movies. Hawkeye just goes and pours himself a drink. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, no, if we, if we got more of that, I would be a hundred percent down. I love that stuff. Cause you, yeah, you said back to the future too. I love back to the future too. That's one of my favorite damn movies ever. Like, if we can do that with more Marvel, let's do it. Exactly. That's what we're hoping for. <laughs> no, I'm picturing Loki with the guitar. And he's like, oh, no, I'm going to play this song right. I'm going to disappear. <laughs> Turns the scepter into a guitar and starts playing Johnny Be Good. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. Um, the other thing is the little bits of him walking through, like, a temple. And it looks like the temple is, like, shattered. Did you guys see this in the trailer? He has, like, a sword on his back. And he's, like, walking through this just like weird twisted like it looks like almost like a cathedral and there's like these cracks like in time like all around him it just looks super fucking weird and i'm here i'm here for all of the weirdness but i, I just want to know what the fuck's going on yeah no, the like every every shot of this where it, it well oh actually that i i'm skipping through the the trailer right now to like see the scenes the 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 person in the cloak or the hood what's going on with them who is this I think that's Sophia DiMartino's character, the possible Lady Loki. Okay. Oh, Lady Loki being the villain of it all? How awesome would it be if, like, at the end of the day, like, Loki's biggest enemy is just a variant of himself? That would be really cool. He has to overcome himself to have personal growth. These Disney Plus stories have been all about, like, overcoming demons of your own and overcoming psychological mental illness and things like that, just getting over PTSD. With Loki's perspective, the thing he really has to overcome especially at this time where we're pulling him from Avengers, post-Avengers, is himself. His his biggest issue is still him. So to go up against all the evil versions of him, including him himself, then that, that's going to be his new growth and his new arc. Yeah, give it three seasons of that, and then we can, we can throw him back into the MCU and he can play nice with others again. Another scene that I'm kind of excited about, uh, it's the scene where Owen Wilson's character is like showing Loki his life on like a projection screen. I love that. But also like in some of the clips, you can see him showing clips of like what happened in like Ragnarok. So like, is he going to go over like what his life 
should have been like? Is he is he going to tell him that he gets offed by Thanos? Mm. Oh, that could be interesting. I actually hadn't caught that he showed him anything from Ragnarok. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's in the first trailer. It's like just brief moment but it's it's his uh it's the moment where he returns in ragnarok and he's like i'm actually the hero bitches and like help save the asgardians like towards the end of the movie his his statuesque moment i i found the part that you're talking about it, it it's it's interesting because it's it's the it's the hero or it's that pose where he's like got his arms out and everything but it's not showing any of the background or it, it's just loki doing the pose yeah so yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting to see if they do that because it, it would be kind of weird where they're like, "We're all about keeping the timeline in order." Now, let me show you something from your future. <laughs> well, except it's not—it's not his future anymore. So, yeah, they basically they could be showing. Well, listen, this is the stuff that your your other variant because you died, you you're dead, Loki. You're actually dead now. Like you're a variant of of your real self, and that real self is dead. And this is what that future held. This is what you did. And he's probably going to be insulted by it all. So, like, oh, I, I helped my brother sincerely. Like, I went back. I helped people. Like, why would I do that? I, that you're lying. This is all lies. I don't trust any of you. Oh, you got trust issues, man. You know, it's like that's gonna that's gonna be Loki. He's not gonna believe any of this stuff they show him, especially that he died trying to protect his brother. Like for realsies, not for play play. Like he pulled in Dark World. You can trust me. Loki, I've studied every moment of your history. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. I'd never do it again. That's so good. That's so good. I like it's funny to say like one of my the things I'm most excited for the show is just seeing Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson like interact. I that, that's like legitimately one of my favorite things that I can't wait for. Now, the banter is going to be on point like so hardcore. And that and again, that's just Tom Hillison's delivery on all of his lines are to me have always been the, the the highlight of the experience. Watching Thor the first time, and I know you were not a fan, Trevor, but at the end of the day, like to, I was not a big fan of the original Thor movie too. I have lots of gripes and issues with with the kind of macho esque boringness of just plain and simple of of Thor as a character. I don't like the fact that they made Jane Foster into an astrophysicist at all. Um, but the thing that I loved more than anything itself was Tom Hiddleston's, the way he delivered his lines was so fun and playful and not, obviously it got even more so later, but like that to me was what allowed me to continue enjoying this movie. Him and Anthony Hopkins were acting their butts off in that movie. Well, Anthony Hopkins just has a good time no matter what he does. I don't think Anthony Hopkins actually like puts his heart and soul into anything anymore. He just has fun see that's the secret he's always putting his heart and soul into it uh we are almost at an hour on this thing so if you guys want to give any final thoughts on loki final hopes final dreams joseph you want to go first no i don't want to go first (laughs) all right well then fuck you no i i'm i'm very excited for it and i i'm tempering my expectations of what it is connected to the mcu and i hope a lot of people do as well but i know twitter is going to be just alight with theories and whatnot as soon as the first episode goes live but genuinely at the end of the day i just want a fun just wild adventure through time and space with loki because like i said at the beginning i didn't like him but now i do and i'm i'm in on this adventure of him just messing up time. I mean, that, that that's one sentence that could 
could be great and on itself. It's just Loki messes up time. Loki breaks time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you you have me, so I'm I'm very excited to see what it does. I you know the the other side of suspicion ghost in me really hopes that the DB Cooper thing and Polybius thing has some sort of payoff. But even if it is just an Easter egg, I'm happy about it because it's cool. <laughs> see, and that's why I didn't go first. I just be like, what he said. <laughs> Because that's it. I just want a good ride. I just want to have a good road trip with Loki as we go through time and space. And that's it. That's it. I want to see him break time. I want to see him fix time. I want to see him fix it again, but make it worse this time. I want to like have it all be cracked, broken, hacked across his skin. I want time to be lathered into all of his pores and then come out of all the orifices that Disney will allow. That's what I want. All I really want is at the end of every episode, I just want to look at my TV and be like, Wow. I'm done. You know what? You know what, Jason? Same. Same. I just I, I want both of us like at the end of each episode to just text each other. Wow. <laughs> I hope you don't get a single wow. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna save all my wows for you, Joseph. All right, Trevor, do you want to uh do you want to plug anything before we go? Um there's too much to plug. Just go just go to my Twitter. Go to at the Trevor, there's an A hiding in there and uh you can find all the fun stuff that I do. If you like D D I've got a lot, a lot of stuff for you, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Other than that, just uh, you know, do that. Maybe check out my Twitch channel. I don't know. Check out Jason's Twitch channel too. It's really cool. See, I will plug you in my plug. There's a, there's a lot of mutual plugging going on. Uh, so Trevor, thank you for being on our podcast. Thanks for having me on. This this was this was awesome. I'm glad we got to talk about some Loki and had some fun. Thank you for joining our little chaos of insanity. In- insanity, I like that insanity cast. Yes, yes, but uh, no, this this was an absolute blast. I'd, lo- I'd love to come back and talk more weird MCU theories with y'all. Chitari can't melt through the beams. Oh damn it! You know what? Sometimes Loki does a 9/11. All right, I'm taking my headphones off. I'm I'm leaving. All right, so make sure to like, subscribe, and please. Tell your friends. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled Infinite A Cast. And you can email us at infinitycast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week. So now that Trevor's gone, uh, let's do a quick Star Wars corner on the newest episode of The Bad Batch, entitled Rampage, Episode 5. Go. Did you like it? I did. Did you like it? I did. It was had a little more going for it. Uh, we got that little, little backstory of I think that's the that's that's our rancor, right? No, it's not the same rancor. Not the same rancor. Oh, okay, so rancor. it's not the same rancor. What's if, the point of that? If the afterlife novels are to believe are to be I, I, believed. Okay, that's oh, there. Okay, so what happened in the after, aftermath? Aftermath. Novels. Aftermath. If aftermath. the aftermath novels are to be believed. Uh, they name the Rancor that's in Return of the Jedi as Patissa in the novels. Uh, so this might be a different Rancor. But as soon as they showed a Rancor, I was like, the Rancor's Moochie. I got the it. Rancor's Moochie. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We just had to wait that for was, the characters to catch up. That was obvious. Um, again, I feel like Wrecker just kind of like didn't have a lot. Like I've, They overpowered these characters to the point where they they have to constantly handicap them in order to make the stories work. And that's kind of annoying me every episode to this time, but it was a good battle to the point where Wrecker was the one who finally like did it in and like kicked his ass and showed him who's boss. 
that was great. I'm pretty sure he is having some chip issues, though. You think it's a chip? You think that is like the lead going? Because if it's not, I'm going to be annoyed as fuck. They, the thing is, like, you know, one episode, two episodes is a coincidence, but three episodes in a row, he's having like these fucking headaches. Uh, yeah, I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's a uh, late onset order sixty six. Okay, well, uh, well, they haven't run into a Jedi yet, but I think maybe that's the thing. Maybe we're not going to notice the change until he runs into a Jedi, and then yeah, there are some. They don't have any triggers right now. Yeah, there's no triggers because unless they have orders to like countermand, you know, they're not going to freak out about it. So if he happens to like in that next episode, we come across a Jedi that Jedi may not live very long and go from there. Hopefully Um, it's uh, hopefully it's Ahsoka with Rex and Rex can uh, deescalate the situation or something. if, If if Omega shows that she has powers, then what if he goes after Omega? We'll I don't. Uh, I don't know. Right? It's definitely. I mean, there's something going on with her. We just don't know what yet. They're like, listen. I'm just excited that she's playing by MMO rules, and she picked up like this fucking dope ass drop arrow. Like, <laughs> that's what I would do. Okay. She got the loot. She got. She the got loot. this level level eighteen uh, laser sling arrow. Her, her character should not be allowed to be utilizing that stuff yet. Like she hasn't leveled up enough yet to use it. But if she, but if she, if her ability, and I, I don't think she's force sensitive, but if she's, you know, if she's like mimetic and she can like just watch people do shit and then do it like Taskmaster, like if she sees someone shoot with that, like maybe she's an, maybe she's a pro shot now. Maybe she's their archer. She's the new crosshair. She's the new crosshairs. And and to me that 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 seems a little bit too much of a coincidence to to go into that equation. We'll see. I, it, they're giving it such a slow build. It's like, come on, I just I need something meatier. I need something substantial. Like I I, I almost forgot it's been like the next episode drops tomorrow night. So like or well, you know, the next morning rather. Um and I almost forgot what this episode was about. So like I need more in order to to, to keep going. Like this was the job episode, this was the heist. We got the new contact now, but like Sid. I feel like um, Sid is going to fuck with us in order to make both sides work. And so, okay, so we now we have an ally, but also possibly someone to screw us over later. Maybe we're just, it's Firefly now. As we've talked about before, the show just officially crossed 100% into Firefly territory. Do jobs for me or I'm turning you in for the bounty. Yeah, so here we are. Um, overall, again, good, but I'm I'm gonna need some more guys. Like I need I need something more substantial to keep my interest going and to make this into something like that is up to par with everything else you've done. So figure that out. Star Wars corner out. Turn in the corner on the Star Wars corner. Uh, we are now zipping away from a galaxy far, far away. I don't know how to end this. Yeah, I need to. Why? Let's just let's just walk away like like Trevor did. Take it off the headphones. Bye.